Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Sophia Cogsworth, and this is the Daily Thistle for Wednesday, February 28, 30 and here is Kendall Quinn with today's installment of Sisters Pride. Hello everybody and welcome to today's Sisters Pride. Today's episode is going to be a recording of the homily I gave at our chapel service on Tuesday morning. So if you're a student, you would have the opportunity to re-listen to this. And if you're a parent, you can listen from home and get a little taste of what our chapel services are like. Um on a weekly basis, so I hope you enjoy. There is a social mirror. It's something that captivates us all, including me. It defines our worth, it validates our insecurities, and it keeps scores with likes on our Instagram posts and trophies lining the shelves of our room. Most importantly, it ensures we rely on outward validation. Because that's what's most important, right? It's tough not to look in the social mirror. But here's the thing. The mirror comes with a price. Not measured in money, but in meaning. You see, when we found the social mirror, we lost part of ourselves. We need to break away from the mirror. We need to spend time quietly with ourselves. Truly, Think about the last time you sat with your own thoughts without the distraction of background noise and stimulation. When was the last time you looked at yourself through the mirror of humility, not the mirror of superficial validation? We need to remember to carry ourselves with humility as we still have so much more to learn. I'm going to say something that might shake our world a little bit. We don't know it all. But that's why we join together in this community to learn from each other. Yes, your teachers might know the perfect way to find the constant velocity in your physics problem, or whether you should use a comma or a semicolon. But we have a deeper level of learning going on underneath the surface. What's special about this level of learning is that like the river, it flows back and forth. We learn from the adults that surround us about character, morality, and life. And they learn from us too, even if it's just the meaning of the word slay. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. Today, the gospel asks us to break the social mirror we find ourselves addicted, alert, and consumed by. I openly admit that I too have been intoxicated by the social mirror. 
In this reading, we see religious officials holding those around them to the highest standard, but hypocritically failing to hold to themselves to that same standard. This is something that I reflect on a lot when I think about what it means to be a good prefect. You deserve to have prefects that role model the same standards we ask of you. I have to be able to walk my talk, so to say. Like all of us, there are times that I fail, and I try to get out of a tardy or explain my way through a rolled skirt, but this gospel reminds me that any time I relax the standard on myself, I am doing a disservice to you and failing to meet the standards of the sisterhood. Through the journey of leadership, which seems to be somewhat of a roller coaster, I have learned that true leadership is not about asserting authority or seeking personal gain, but about serving others with humility and love. I'm asking you to join hands with me and break the social mirror. It doesn't serve us well in the long term. But what does serve us well is humbling ourselves by experiencing uncomfortable situations to constantly grow and learn. The social mirror never takes risks as it is held back by the fear of embarrassment. But what's truly held back is not embarrassment, but your potential. Because we don't try, fearful of those who will look down upon us when we fail. But I ask each of you this, how are we supposed to succeed if we don't fail? Isn't failure the very sign that we're on the road to succeeding? The social mirror tells us the opposite. It tells us that failure is something we should hide and cover up. Don't share your failures, the social mirror says. Instead, put up an artificial front. It's tempting. It's tempting to only show the good parts of our lives, the triumphs and the successes, pleasing our ego and adhering to the intrusive thoughts the social mirror feeds us, like an IV straight to our brain. But today I've come to you, sharing my own failures, with the hope that I have just made the smallest crack in what used to be our glorified social mirror. See, it seems that we've looked through the social mirror so long, it's become a window. It's become how we see the world. I'm asking you to break the mirror. I'm asking you to examine our motives and actions, ensuring they align with the principles of love, humility, and service to others the very skills taught to us by Jesus Christ. As we join our hands in prayer today and recite the words Jesus has taught us and the sayings that have built the foundation of our sisterhood in school, ask yourself, have you been captivated by the social mirror? I know you have a little life in your head. I know you have a lot of strength left. I know you have a little life in your head. I know you have a our athletic update. In a clash of Division Three playoff teams on the hardwood, the hardwood faithful at St. Margaret's are gearing up for a showdown as the number two seeded Scotties play host to the number 10 ranked Kenston Forest in what promises to be a Division Three state quarterfinal thriller right here in Tappahannock, Virginia. Fresh off their sensational upset victory over number 7 Richmond Christian, where they edged out a nail-biting 31-28 win, Kenston Forest is riding high on momentum. But make no mistake, the Scotties of St. Margaret's aren't about to take this challenge lightly. Despite navigating a grueling Division I schedule this season, they know all too well the dangers of underestimating any opponent, especially in the crucible of state tournament basketball. Tip-off is slated for 6 p.m. sharp, and the Hardwood faithful are buzzing with anticipation. For those unable to witness the action firsthand, fear not. Scotty Stream Productions will be delivering their final winter sports production, ensuring no one misses out on the drama unfolding on the court.
Keep your eyes glued to the school's homepage for the live stream link, because tonight promises to be nothing short of electrifying. In the news from the BBC. BBC News with Chris Barrow. Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are projected to win their party's respective primary votes in Michigan state. The outcome in the Democrat and Republican polls raises the likelihood that they'll face each other in November's presidential election. Ukraine's military says it's been forced out of two more villages in the Donetsk region as several NATO countries ruled out sending ground troops to help the country fight Russia. The loss of territory around Avdiivka comes as Ukraine faces shortages of artillery rounds and other supplies. A former paramilitary leader in Colombia has been extradited from the US after serving a long jail term for drug trafficking. Salvatore Mancuso is accused of involvement in hundreds of murders and disappearances when he was second in command of the right-wing AUC group. Unions in Nigeria have called off further protests scheduled for Wednesday against the government's handling of the economy. Thousands of people took part in demonstrations on Tuesday. Aid organisations say Israeli forces are making their work in Gaza nearly impossible. The medical charity MSF has accused Israel of showing total disregard for the protection of healthcare facilities. The governor of Texas has declared a state of disaster in the northern Panhandle region where four wildfires are raging out of control. Evacuation orders have been issued for three towns. A sixth Bulgarian national has been charged with being part of a suspected Russian spy ring operating in the UK. He'll appear in court on Wednesday. They're all accused of conspiring to collect information intended to be directly or indirectly useful to an enemy. Two men have been convicted of the murder of Jam Master Jay from the American hip-hop trio Run DMC more than 20 years ago. Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan Jr. were found guilty on all counts. BBC News. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school newsfeed from the banks of the Rappahannock River, here, from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Sophia Cogsworth, and this was your Daily Thistle. As we grow in age, may we grow in grace. <laughs>